It is Friday and this is episode 10 of A Simple Homesteading Life and my name is Anne and today we're going to talk about this particular title. I think about this every single day in my homesteading journey. So grab what you want, sit down and listen to what I have to say. The title of this podcast is, Are You a Lone Wolf? Ready? It's going to make you think. Here we go. As many of you guys know, I was not born into the homesteading life. Neither was Justin. I mean, his family did garden, grow food, hunt, preserve the harvest, things like that. But they weren't really considered homesteaders because they were still in town. Now, Justin moved us out onto two acres when he just got tired of living in the suburbs. He didn't want neighbors anymore. He didn't want to drive in town anymore. That's just not what he wanted. So he bought two acres in the woods, and that's where we currently live. However, my husband had no intentions on homesteading. He just did not want to have neighbors that he can hear talking or look into their backyard or whatever the case was. He was content with just buying this house, sitting here, being surrounded by two acres. No garden, no livestock, no preserving the foods, nothing. He was just wanting to get away from people. But of course, there's Anne. And she, me, was thinking, why do we have all this land if we're not going to do something with it? So I had other plans. And I dragged my husband along in the journey. And um, there are days where I do feel like I'm a lone wolf in this homesteading adventure. But, but I will tell you this, there are reasons why I feel this way. So let me, let me get into those reasons. And then I am sure I'm going to touch a nerve for a lot of you guys, but there is an end goal to this. So before I touch any bad nerves, let's get through this. And I'm going to, I'm going to really tell you my side of it and how I get through this feeling of just being the lone wolf. In no way am I saying that Justin does nothing around the property at all. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that Justin works 40 to 50 hours away from the property, which leaves a large percentage of what happens here on my shoulders, on my shoulders. And that's okay. That's what we signed up to do. I get up in the morning. I take care of the livestock. When it's gardening season, I'm in the garden. Normally, it will take me like an hour and a half to take care of the livestock if I'm just like on task, getting it done without doing any wellness checks. I can be in and out, back inside in an hour and a half. However, with the garden in season, you know, we're, we're, I'm getting up, taking care of the livestock, taking care of the garden, then swinging back around. I'll come in, sit at my desk and work and then go right back out and, and do what I need to do. What I'm saying by doing this, by saying this is, is that a lump sum of the responsibilities on the homestead fall on my shoulders. That includes planning. That includes almost all the execution. Basically, Justin's the carpenter, I'm the superintendent. We used to call each other. I was I was the architect and he was the contractor. And it, that's how it used to be, but now it's, you know, keeping task for everything that happens around here, especially now with all the children at home and, you know, because there's no school and they're homeschooling at this point and and whatnot. I feel like The world is literally on my shoulders, on my two acres. And I know that I'm not the only one feeling this way, where we stop and we look at the summer months and we go, holy cow, look at all these tasks that I have at hand that we have to do. This doesn't even cover the garden. This doesn't even cover preserving. This is just, we look around, right? We're taking on responsibilities. I have, uh, we've decided to not raise quail anymore, 
we decided not to raise quail anymore. So now we're taking the quail barn and we're completely transferring it into a new goat barn. It's due. They need a new goat barn. We need them to work the front half of the property and work their way down the mountainside. So I thought, what the hey, let's get rid of the quail, which we still have. And we're just going to butcher them out. And from there, we're going to transfer the um, transform the quail barn into the goat barn, and this is how we're going to do it, and this is how we're going to get them to go down the mountainside versus running rampant all over the place. And he just looks at me with a stare that goes, have you lost your mind? And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, am I the only one that really stops and thinks about these things? And I am. And I am. And that is okay. So like if you're at home and you're here 24 seven and you're running the property and you're, you're serving your family and your household and you're running a business at the same time, your mind doesn't stop. Like my alarm goes off at 545 in the morning. I know a late, a little late for a lot of you guys, but that's okay. And so then from there I turn around and it doesn't, I don't shut my eyes until 1030 at night. And that's the life I chose to live. But in the process of all that, I'm constantly thinking about all the projects that need to be done. Like there's a lot of projects that need to be done. We just tore off half of our back deck because it was rotted. And my plans to have this beautiful farmhouse kitchen garden just went right down the drain because um, they left it a mess underneath there and it's not going to happen. So now we're revamping the plan. So that means that I had to completely redesign it on a drop of a dime to fit the needs of the, the basically the house. And, and it was literally, when I say the needs of the house, it's the needs of the house. And then on top of that, I've got a rabbit barn that needs to be completely done. I've got American chinchillas that need to be picked up. I've got to somehow make a trip out to Idaho to pick up my pig for my friend Katie, you know, and, and I'm, but I'm balancing these and budgeting these all in my head as we're doing this. And here's Justin when I say, let's turn the quail barn into the, um, into the new goat pen. And he just stares at me. And I'm like, is that hard to do? What, what are we thinking here? And he goes, um, what about all the stuff in it? And I'm like, um, we can either clean it and store it because there's really not that much in it. We can clean it and store it and then just give the goats the free reign. They'll enjoy it because it is a bigger space than where they're at. They'll enjoy the bigger space. We'll hotwire it, forcing them to go down the mountainside or be in their barn. And right now everything's lush and green. So they're going to want to be outside chewing it and eating it all up and getting rid of all those blackberries and salmon berries. But I just feel like sometimes like my mind runs a million times faster than his does. And then I always have to take a step back and go, he's not here 24 seven. I am. I have been dwelling on this from the moment I woke up until the time that he gets home from work. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Hey babe, guess what? We're going to transform, transform this barn into something completely different. And I didn't even give him time to walk in the door, drop his bag, you know, go to the bathroom, grab a bite to eat, nothing. So when I hit him like that, of course, he's going to look at me like I'm crazy and I've lost my mind. And oh my gosh, what else are you telling me that I need to do? And that is exactly when I say that I am a lone wolf because I constantly think, 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 think. And then when I go to share it, 
the thoughts are gone. Like they're not being recognized from the next person. And I know whether you're a male or a female and this happens to your husband or your wife or whoever, it happens to you too. When you're the sole homesteader, the sole homesteader, not the only homesteader, but the one that does the planning, the budgeting, the execution of, okay, this is the weekend we're going to do this. And this is how we're going to do it. You need to come along and keep up with me. Type A personality. We lose our partners in the end. And then we get frustrated by it. And we can't figure out why they're not grasping our ideas immediately. And I will say this, bless my husband's heart because he tries his best to keep up with me. And I am like an energizer bunny. Like I am going, 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 going nonstop all the time. And if you don't keep pace with me, I tend to get frustrated quite easily. And here we are today. And I'm like, you got to go to the dump tomorrow morning. He comes home from work. <laughs> On top of me throwing the transforming of the quail barn into the new goat barn, I threw at him. And on top of that, you need to <laughs> you need to go to the dump tomorrow and then take the material that Cameron's pulling up. We brought in a friend's son to tear up their back deck from us because I got a little smart, okay? I knew that it would take him a lot longer to tear up the deck than bringing in a 22-year-old boy that needs the money desperately to do it. And I'm going to tell you, I don't mind paying him to do it because he's still got to pay for his apartment for school, even though he's not at school and he's studying at home. So I'm like, I have no hesitation on paying him and I'm not paying him very much, just to be fair. You know, it, it, he's like, nope, I'll just take this much. And I'm like, Cameron, I can pay you more. And he's like, no, it's fine. Long story short. But anyways, so he comes in and I'm throwing the barn at him and I'm like, okay, and then you need to get everything ready to go to the dump tomorrow morning. We're going to load up everything that he's taken up, take it to the dump. And then from there, we'll throw up the rest of the deck onto the trailer and we'll take it to the dump again on sat on, um, on Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning. And then we'll pick up the new material and then we can start the deck. And he's looking at me. He goes, I thought we were working on this other project. I go, no, no, project's over. We're moving on now. We need to just shift. And he just, poor guy, just like looks at me with this face. And I get a little frustrated. And I said, did we not have this conversation that this is what was going to happen and how it was going to happen like a while ago? And he's like, I think so. And again, I'm going to reiterate, sometimes type A personalities, we think faster than our mouths can handle. And we just spew things out. And then all of a sudden we expect everyone to keep up with us. When in truth, it's our minds that are just constantly going, 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 going. And then we wonder why our spouses and our partners become frustrated with us that there's so much going on. And I will be the first person to admit that is my fault. Like I have, let me think, the new transformation of the barn, the rabbit barn needs to get done. The new roof on the coop has got to go up this year or else it's going to cave in. Well, it's not, but I always think it's going to. Um, and then the deck. That is four huge projects. The garden was the fifth one, but now that the revamping of the garden space is done, now it's my job to make sure everything gets dropped and preserved. But thankfully that was done. 
the woodshed got done a lot sooner than I thought it was going to be. So that's off. So we had seven projects, you guys, seven projects this year. And we're now down to five. So I am thankful for that. And I have to be mindful to Justin that the last thing he wants to do after he gets off of work is to continually do more construction. And I also keep him busy on the weekends, like constantly building, revamping and redoing. And then I have to stop and think, is this my dream? Is this our dream? And that is the question that I always ask myself because Amy and I have the same conversation. Amy and I have talked about this for a long time. Is homesteading something that we do and our husbands just come along for the journey? Or is this something that together as husband and wife, you know, have partnered together and said, this is what we're doing and we're going to do it. I will be the first person to admit that I truly think that Justin comes along for this ride because it's my desires. It's my dream to do so. He just wanted to get away from people. <laughs> and here Anne is, is, oh, no, no, we have two acres. We've got to maximize what this two acres can do. So my poor husband, I will admit, has been pulled along into my dream. But I will tell you this. When he takes a step back and looks at everything that I've planned, when the project's done, of course, everything that I've planned, all the work that I pushed us to do, the first thing out of my husband's mouth is, this is nice. This is really nice. My husband is a good man. He is a good father, a good husband, and an overall good man. He will take the shirt off his back and give it to somebody else as long as he can help him out. Financially, if we have the money and someone needs to borrow money, we give it out. And I always look at him and go, never expect it back in return. So if you're going to lend money, never expect it back. He's a good man. He, I, that's what made me fall in love with him all those years ago. And I will tell you, as much as he gets frustrated at me for throwing so many tasks and chores and responsibilities around here for he does it because he knows two things, that it makes me happy and that I'm doing something good for our family. And that's what makes him a good man. As tired as he is, he pushes forward and he gets it done. Sometimes the two of us, man, we will go at it head to head, head to head. And there'll be days he goes, this is your dream. I'm not doing it anymore. And he walks away. And that is okay because by then I realized I threw too much at him and it's overwhelming to him because remember he's 40 to 50 hours away from the property to come home and put another 24, 48, 24, 24 hours in on the weekends and whatever else he does during the weekdays. So the man doesn't rest, does not rest. And I'll tell you, he rests on his Father's Day and he rests on his birthday. And every other day, he is out there with me doing the exact same things that I need from him. Like, without a doubt. Without a doubt. But then I know women who will, or men, or men, because I get it on my Facebook page all the time where someone goes, man, if my wife just did this, and it's like, whoa, wait a minute, mister. I am here. I am here all the time. My responsibilities have increased quite a bit, you know, but so is everybody else's. Their kids are home from school now. You know, they're, they're taking care of the property and some of them are working from home, whatever the case is. But in truth, 
Are you doing this alone? Are you homesteading alone? I'm not. Sometimes I think I am, but I'm not. Sometimes your partner will look at you or your husband or your wife will look at you and they'll go, I'm done. I cannot do anymore and I am not doing it. And Justin's done that to me. We have gotten into an argument where he feels that he is not valued by me in any way, shape or form. And he's like, "Mm, nope, this is your dream. I'm done. And then I look at him and I'm like, fine, whatever. And I go about my business. I will do it all as much as I possibly can on my own. And then whatever I can't do, then I kind of grovel back at him. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I snapped at you. I I should not have yelled at you the way that I did, you know, and I'm not groveling back at him to get him to do the project. It, It really does take me aback to stop and go, wait a minute. Why should I expect you to fully understand what's in my mind when I've had all day to think about it and you don't? So When you are making decisions, you know, for what's happening on your project, especially if you are one of the ones that the creative mind behind the homestead, and and there's that person, there's a creative mind behind the homestead, right? I look at my friend, Janet, I look at my friend, Katie, I look at my friend, Amy, you know, I, I look at all my friends and I could tell you in those couples, which ones the creative mind, sometimes it's the men, most of the time it's the women. But the creative mind is behind that. If you look at my house, Justin didn't decorate my house or design my home on the interior to be the way that it is. I did make it a comfortable home where he loves it. However, this is me. This is my space. This is the epitome of who Anne is in her head when you walk into the door. Same thing with my garden. Same thing with my property. It it is one of those things where we lose ourselves and become frustrated with our partners. And then we're like... We throw our hands up in the air and we're like, I'm just doing this alone. You know, when are you going to get on board or what are you going to do and things like that. And then it becomes to the point where we get frustrated because they don't understand our vision. How, how on God's green earth can we get our partners to understand our vision? I'm going to tell you what I do and it's not practical, but I'm going to tell you this has helped us out in the long run. And there are still days where he'll just look at me and he will not like what my vision is because he's a carpenter. He sees clean lines, man. He sees we build with new construction and this is the way it is. We build to last. And here I am going, nope, I just got 25 free pallets. We're going to build with that. So let me tell you how to go from being a lone wolf in this homesteading world And when I say that, I don't say it in a a condescending way. I'm just saying that there is always seems to be 80% of the time, one person in the relationship that is more passionate about homesteading than the other. That person's usually the type A personality. The one that says, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's do this. And the other one goes, okay. And they just do it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's type A, type B, you know, whatever. But I am type A, but I also don't like to be the lone wolf in the whole thing. So let me tell you how I went from being a lone wolf or how when I am being a lone wolf to go back to my pack and take them along with me along our journey into homesteading. So let me say this to you. Um, There's really nothing lonelier than homesteading by yourself especially when you have a partner, a husband, a spouse, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, 
you know, wife, whatever it is, you want to take this journey and do it together. I see so many spouses that, you know, work side by side with each other and it's beautiful. However, I do know for a fact that sometimes one partner will tell you, this is not my dream. This is your dream. And more cases than not, it's often true that the other partner just comes along for the ride because it makes this person happy and they're going to do it. And that's okay. That's okay. Because trust me, Justin will tell you, this is Anne's dream. What she wants is this is Anne's dream. I'm just here to help her along the way. And honestly, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I just have to remember, though, that he is doing this for me and our family. And the trade-off is he gets home-cooked meals. He gets a beautiful garden that's going to feed him. He gets livestock that's going to feed him because I'm executing it for him. And I have to stop with that lone wolf mentality because it's easy to slip into, this is my dream and you just told me you're here for the ride. But I have to flip it around and say, yes, this is my dream, but this is what I can give you if you can help me along the process of the way. And it's a fair trade. Just as a carpenter, he can build all this stuff for me. And in trade, I could do all this for him. But the man has gotten down and dirty with me as well, too. He butchers with me. He has moved mulch with me. He has built many things in the garden for me. He's built us a 10-cord woodshed. He's built me two barns, you know, in exchange for my dream. And I had to learn to accept that this was my dream and not our dream. You know, Justin, remember, was just content and just being here. And now this is my dream and he's helping me execute it. So how do you go from being the lone wolf into encompassing your partner to do this with you? It's planning. It's planning in December. You're sitting down in December and you're just talking about all the things that you want to get done. And then come January, you're looking at the calendar and you can say to yourself, I know successfully we can accomplish four projects this year because they're not big projects. I know financially we can buy new material for these projects or we're better off financially by just trying to find things on Craigslist or gather pallets or whatever the case is. But then that's how you're going to plan it. And then you're going to talk to your partner and you're going to go, these are the things I really want to accomplish on the property this year. And this is the reason why. All they need from you is why. Why do we need to do this? Can we financially afford this? Are we going to be able to accomplish this? Or are we going to end up fighting and throwing down on it? And once you can resolve those questions for them, it is harmonious, beautiful, calm, just like being in a beautiful pool of just floating. They will come along with you. And then from there, when you break down what you want to accomplish, you can break it down by month. This month, I want to remodel the bathroom because it's, you know, the ground is frozen. And I can't go outside. The next month, I think we can accomplish this. And I think we can do it in one month or this. What do you think? You've got to take yourself out of being the lone wolf, the only one that's doing the homestead and bring your people along with you. Because if not, it's going to fail. You are going to fail. Just because this is my vision and my dream, Justin helps me along the way with it. And he values what I do and what I bring to it. It doesn't make it his dream still. And as long as I remember that, I have to remember that in order to value what he's doing for me. Does that make sense? That yes, this can be just your dream. Homesteading can be just your dream. But 
your partner is willing to come along this journey with you if you value the things that they contribute. And if they don't contribute anything, then that's something you have to assess aside from this podcast on your own. Are you content with just doing it alone? I know people who actually do it all alone and their partners work away from home and or their their partners work too much or their partners are just overwhelmed in their job and they wake up in the morning, do everything that they need to do and then that's it. It's theirs. They go to bed doing all of it themselves. They run their own business doing themselves. They're raising livestock themselves and their partner just works out of the home or in the home or whatever the case is, but the homestead's theirs. I am blessed to have Justin, you know, along with me for the journey, even though I know what I'm offering my family is a million times better than what they'll find anywhere else. And Justin knows that too. But when he says that it's my dream and my planning, it's because I am the one that's executing it but I don't want to be alone when I'm doing it. I want to take him along for the ride. And the only way to do that is to be fair to him and giving him advance notice of everything that needs to happen and how we're going to do it and how we're going to financially be able to afford it. And then it calms him enough to say, okay, like I don't go into the weekend going, we need to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I try to prepare him the weekend before for what we're going to do. And sometimes he forgets. I thought I just heard chirping in my incubator. Hmm, maybe not. But anyways, back to being the lone wolf. You could slip out of that role easily. You could still be the lead on the homestead. But don't take the journey by yourself if you can actually avoid it. So you guys, that's what I have. That's my role of being the lone wolf. That's my role of just saying value what you have, whether it's your spouse, your property, your children to help you along. And if you're the one that's executing most of it yourself, it's okay. You just need to kind of explain to your partner what your plan is to move forward and see what happens from there. So that's my concept of being a lone wolf. And sometimes my husband will tell me this is mine and I'm okay with that. As long as he continues to help you build things. I will value him a million percent. Absolutely. I love my husband. He's very proud of me. I'm very proud of him, but we bat heads. He is a straight line thinker. I am a out of the box thinker. And sometimes that's hard for him, but I love it when he could take a step back and go, this worked out quite nice. And I go, really? Thanks. I think so too. And then it's all good. It's all good. I'm back at being a part of the pack. And I'm no longer the lone wolf. I hope that made a little bit of sense to you guys that sometimes being the lone wolf is actually okay. But then more times than not, you always want to have your pack with you. This is my dream. There is no doubt about it. Homesteading is my dream. Justin is here with me because he he motivates me, he encourages me, and he wants me to succeed in it. But he also reaps the benefits of the lifestyle that we live. Don't get me wrong. However, I don't want to do this journey alone. And to be fair to my husband, I need to plan things accordingly on based on just who he is, his drive, his personality, and how long it's going to take something to get done and forgive us and him if it's not done in the time frame that I established for him. That takes me down from just doing this by myself as a lone wolf into doing it with my pack and saying, okay, well, we journeyed a little bit today. Now let's just get it done tomorrow. 
And, you know, I've worked hard, 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 hard to get the property to where it's at. And it's a long way to go, but I'd rather have Justin with me along the process. And I'm sure you feel the same way with your spouse. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody has a partner willing to just journey with them through this. And if you don't, more power to you because you can do this independently on your own if you really need to. Just stop and think about the person who you're asking to do things with, especially if you're an alpha personality like I am, like type A, type A, alpha, you know, this is how I want to do it. This is how I want to execute it. And then I have to look at Justin and I go, can you come along with me? Instead of saying, you're coming along with me. And then I have to remind him sometimes that you value everything that we do here. So let's just do it together. And I think that goes further than me just saying, can this is what you're doing this week, this weekend, this is what you're doing next weekend. So stop and assess your partner. Stop and think about the ways how you could do this together. You may forever be a lone wolf in this, but that is okay too. Just learn how to do it together. So you're running more lateral and as a pack together than just doing it alone and hiring somebody else out to do it for you. I mean, maybe you can do that, but you know, whatever. The point of it is, is that you don't want to live this life completely alone. Whether your partner believes that you are the one that's doing it and they're there for the ride or not, as long as they value you for everything that you're doing, it's all good. It really is. It really is all good. So that's it. That's what I have. If you are enjoying this homesteading podcast, Simple Homesteading Life, then go ahead and hit subscribe and the notification bell to be alerted for when we're shooting off new podcasts. And usually it's every week. Actually, it is every week. Um, make sure to check out the podcast on the website as well too, because I always transfer it over to the website with a little bit more information on there. So if you're on my website, take a look at the podcast to see if there's anything additional in regards to what we did not talk about here. And just, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Sometimes we'll talk about little educational tips and sometimes it'll be something just like this where I just pull it out of my hat and go, we need to talk about this. So you guys, I hope that you'll be back next week. And if you are, go ahead and hit subscribe. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.